Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Cubs and Chicago White Sox Central, Chicago Baseball Central. Hey, it's your boy, Big Bro, and you also got Pac-Man in the building, the resident Cubs fan. I'm the weirdo. I root for both teams, except for when they play each other, then I root for the White Sox. You did. <laughs> I watch baseball, so I know I'll be hating on the Sox, but I watch them both, so. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Welcome to the number one place for all Chicago baseball. Let's start the show. So we can start with the Cubs. We're going with the good news or the bad news first. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we going to go with? I think we should set the tone with the good news, man. We should set the tone with the good news yeah, and then well, with the bad news. Well, good news. The White Sox definitely uh, salvaged the split against the world champion Houston Astros. Uh, they're now two and two after today's six to three win. Uh, kind of feels like they could be at least three and one based on those last two games. They had the opportunities to be they lost late games, but we're not gonna dwell on that. Uh, but today the White Sox got a, a much needed win. I know it's early in the season, but if it got to feel good to at least walk away even with the uh, world champions. What you think, Pac-Man? Yeah, it does feel good, but it's it's a lot of kinks in there that they, they need to look at and. Uh, one of the things that I highlight in preseason and, and people was giving me the side about Yohan Mankata. Mm-hmm. I said he's going to be the engine for the Sox this year to be where they need to be, to be a championship caliber, caliber team. And if he wasn't performing like the 2019 Yohan Mankata, they had no chance. And he put a hole. When I say a hole in the Astros this entire series, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't – man, listen. Uh, so- you're talking about Yoan Makata. He's 444 for the series and for the season, obviously. And today he added to what he's already been doing a great job of. He had a double to right field. He also walked. He had another double. He struck out, but then he hit a nice homer in the ninth mm-hmm. inning to kind of add that last little insurance run that the White Sox kind of needed to breathe easy. They had another double-digit hit game with 13, but tonight they were able to get double-digit hits and win the game. Yeah, one of the keys about the White Sox is they they always been up there with the best hitters, probably within the top five. Last season they was at uh, two fifty six. We placed them at probably like fourth around the fourth best hitting team. But you know, batting average don't tell an entire story. One of the bugaboos is driving in runs when it mattered, or when you want to pile on teams. And one thing I was pointing out, you know, in this series, the four games they own for five with um, with the bases loaded. They can't, they can't live and die on the power game. We saw that happen to the Cubs a couple of years ago uh, when they couldn't drive in the wrong bases loaded or drive in with the runners on third base. They was trying to, like, really drive them in with home runs or, you know, deep shot doubles. Uh, I think they need to prioritize contact a little bit more. Uh, even though Oscar Colas, I think he need a little bit more season in the minor leagues. Uh, I, I told somebody I, w- I will reserve all my criticism. Um, to about May, maybe mid-May, end of May on them. That's when you – May, June was when you really get a good idea on players. But he came up with the bases lower and could have made a, a statement, but he prioritized power over contact, and he ended up striking out on the same pitch, screwing it all three through them. So it's, I think on one of the bugaboos for the White Sox, they need to slow down, you know, be able to take they, their pitches and drive their pitches instead of just trying to do damage on every pitch they, they see. I agree with you. And, and right before that, uh, Tim Anderson did the same thing. He struck out by trying to go for the big shot um, instead of, you know, taking care of business. So, 
Exactly. Well, I, I, you know, for ten out of ten, was that? Oh, was that Louis Robert? Was it Robert that struck out? And that, that base is loaded. So yeah, because yeah, Anderson got on base. Robinson yes. was the one who uh, struck out when he could have been trying to just get contact, and he can take notes from Velasquez from the other side because oh boy, he was hitting home runs, he was hitting doubles, he was hitting balls off the wall, whatever he could do to get on base when runners were in scoring position, he was doing it. So exactly. Luis Robert could take some notes from my guy. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. But I like his approach. Today's game is pretty much like he was playing himself. He was actually going out there and just hey, hey, I'm going to be aggressive on the ball. You see, he hit a double and also got a home run itself. Uh, he did strike out in key moments and, and everything like that. But you kind of seeing different versions of him at, at bat where he can actually go up there and put together a really good approach uh, and help this team. And then sometimes you like you're a detriment from where you placed into in the batting order. You know. Well, speaking of detriments in the batting order, our designated hitter struck out swinging, struck out swinging, grounded to shortstop, flied out to left, and struck out looking. For another 0 for 5 game, that's his second 0 for 5 game in four games this season. Eloy Jimenez got a lot of work to do, or he's starting to look like Kyle Schwerber used to look for the Cubs. Yeah, I want I want to tag him as probably one of the slow starters. And also, he actually had Jose Abreu old slot hole in, in the lineup at, at the fourth spot. So there could be some ghost of White Sox pass that's kind of haunting him a little bit. Uh, being the main run producer, I think he should be hitting that three. Um, you know, even though they uh Griffal want to balance the lineup and put Ben Attendee at, at three, um, I but I, I really think he should be hitting that three. That's where he's that's where he thrives at. That's where he feasted at last year when he actually came back healthy. But in a four, just it's a it's a whole different dynamic, whole different mentality at that plate, just especially with um pace of play coming into play that you have to think as a heater hitter driving in those runs or being your big run producer. I just I want to attribute that to being a slow start for him versus it's anything we need to be concerned. Now, if we get into mid-April and he he still he hitting 175 and he struck out 25 times, then it's just like, okay, now we need to now we need to talk about some stuff. Facts, facts. And um the rest of the lineup did okay. Um Andrew Vaughn went two for four, Grandal went three for four, and Colas went two for five. We already talked about him, but Elvis Andrews, another bad offensive night for him at least uh over four from the um from at bat in uh 125 so far uh this season but now matt clevenger he had a strong five innings only giving up three hits walking three but striking out eight uh to keep to hold down uh houston like houston didn't start doing much until the sixth inning when they finally scored and then they put up two runs in the ninth but by that point the game was pretty much out of reach yeah, that's that White Sox hater and me. This is one of the signings I didn't really like. I think they the Sox should have really got a left-handed starter. They should have been focusing on somebody like Andrew Haney to kind of balance out that lineup of all right-handed hitters uh, over Mike Clevenger, and also thinking that he would come in into the season with the distraction and not put together his best um, baseball. He was a little bit iffy on the command when he got a little bit deeper into the game in the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was that one through three, he was actually lights out, man. The, the fastball was hitting 96, 98. You know, um, he had a good slider working. He had, he was throwing in a change. He wasn't really, he wasn't really knocking them off balance um, because they, they were, the, the Astros did drive his pitch count up because he had about like 91 pitches. About a well, he ended up, yeah, he ended up with like 100. 
Yeah. And, you know, you don't want a pitcher like going through five in laboring through there because that means a lot of the they find off a lot of tough pitches. You biting too much of the zone with your pitches. But right now in the pace of play, you cannot pretty much expand the zone like you want to. You got to attack, 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 uh, you know, because the batter's already in a box set up, you know. So it's that's one of the things I love. I want to just really get a real good feel of with the with the pace of play, uh, the mentality on the pitcher side I already know. I want to see it here, a hitter, seeing like how they approach the game because of pace of play now. Facts, because it's kind of like I don't know, like rock paper scissors now. Like you, you can guess quicker than it does when you can stand back there for forty five seconds, stretch, look, play, play with the rocks and whatever. Like yeah. now, you gotta get in there, get to work um, on both sides. So like the guessing game is way quicker uh, yeah. than it used to be. So I'm excited to see how that's gonna go as the season progresses. All right, so the bullpen came in and took care of business, uh, giving up two late runs, um, you know, later on. But, you know, it is what it is. It's baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, good win for the White House today to walk away from Houston 2-2. Uh, two and two, And then they, I think they start their uh, their their, their uh, home openers tomorrow versus uh, San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is a good series for the the um, Cubs. I mean, not the Cubs, but the White Sox to, to uh, have a home opener, I guess. Because San Francisco just coming off a really tough opponent with the Yankees, and they barely – I think they only scored one more, uh, run this weekend. So, man, I, this is going to be something home opener against the Giants. Giants are banged up. Uh, Giants also, I think they just lost somebody in their rotation too. So I think this is a good matchup for the, the Sox to continue to, to start a win streak and get a, now get them uh, the momentum they need going into, like, the, the mid – part of the season and i tell people like all wins matter so you can't play the 2021 Sox game lose games against uh te- teams that don't really matter so they need to come in and, with the giants take advantage of the giants and where they at out now where they at ment- uh, mentally where they at you know and just knock them off the board absolutely it's early enough in the season to try to get it some momentum and pile up wins so that when you inevitably run into some rough patches, it's not really hurt, hurting your overall standing. Exactly. Right, so we're going we're gonna to move. And good good job, uh, Pat, man. Good to have you back. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we're going to move over to the Cubs. Uh, man, they played their division rivals, the Milwaukee Brewers. This was the rubber match. Uh, they played a game, took a day off, played another game, and then they came into today trying to see who's going to walk away with a winning record and who's going to walk away with a losing record. Unfortunately, the Chicago Cubs fell to the Brewers at home on a Sunday afternoon. So I know, I know Wrigleyville is kind of salty. Nine to five. Uh, let's talk about the Cubs, man. How'd it go? Man, you don't, especially beating, Cor- open the season beating Corbin Burns, you you wanted to have that momentum to take the series 2-1 or take a sweep. I'm thinking right now that the, the Cubs beat themselves this series. It was a lot of questionable managing decisions. And a couple of things make me uh, think about roster constructions as I'm watching the game. You know, uh, yesterday, one of the games where they they lost out on, they lost because of they put Master Boney into right field. And he, he only had one career appearance in right field, and that was game one this year against the Brewers, which he didn't really get too many balls uh, hit his way and this is what matters and I know Sox fans probably look at this and say we totally understand what you're talking about because we had Vaughn and Gavin Sheets playing right fields for a full season I look at the roster construction on, on this and, and the decision to carry so many infielders and it's, it's no need to it's like you know you had like 
uh, Nelson Velasquez that, that was on your team for a bulk of last year that played right field. And he had a pretty solid filler in his own right. Um, you you had um, Rafael Morel, um, not Rafael, his name is Chris Morel, his brother's name, Rafael. Uh, Chris Morel, who played all outfield spots, but you ended up deciding to send him down. You know, and then you you have Ben Deluzo, who's a, a defensive specialist, you know, a guy that you'll love to have as a fifth outfielder if for his defense because he can play all over the field and play great defense. But you decide to bring up a utility player that never played outfield. He only played first, second, shortstop, and third base. You know, it's not like he was down there, you know, he logged 200 innings in the right field in AAA. He never played that position before. And you utilizing him just to keep Madrigal on your roster, him as a super utility, and then you also want Edwin Rios, who's a first and a third baseman. That's too many infielders that you need. You need you need a fourth outfielder. And honestly, the Whites, the, the Cubs, I'm keep saying thinking about the White Sox and Cubs. Yeah, it's honestly it's just the the White the Cubs have only two outfielders on their roster right now because it looked like they just stripped Mancini of not even playing outfield and he a career outfielder. Okay, so you know to to today's game. Um... It looked like the Cubs were competing uh, through the fifth inning. It was it was only three to two. Um, of course, I you know I I, I was doing double duty, triple quadruple quadruple duty watching the White Sox, the Cubs, the NCAA Women's Championship, and the Bulls game. I and, was um, too. And you That's know, my, um, me and the guys do the Shot Bulls podcast and do the live calls. And I'm thinking about doing the Chicago White Sox live call uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, for their for their season opener for their home opener. But it was three to two. Going into the sixth inning, and then the Milwaukee exploded for um, for five runs. And um, Swanson, he got another hit today. Horner, even though I know he started slow, he got two hits today. Uh, and, and you know, uh, Wisdom with a huge uh, two two home runs, but they were both solo home runs. So like that, that's tough. And then uh, Tylen is that how you say his name or Tyone? Talon, yeah, Tylen. So Talon, he he. Uh, he had a decent outing, but didn't strike out much, didn't walk much, just tried to control the game, but gave up three runs and seven hits. Um, and then you had Merriweather come in and just give up five hits and five runs, walked two in his ERA as early in the season, but it's 67.5. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one takeaway that I can say about this game, besides um, you know, uh Swanson continuing his hot streak and at least getting a hit and keeping his history going. Uh, is that the, the Cubs were able to eke out nine runs. Um, so that's telling. At least they can put the offense together. And most times when you score nine runs, you're going to win the game. The way they scored five runs. They, they, yeah, my bad, my bad. Five, my bad. Five runs. Yeah. They they lost nine to five, but they scored five runs. And that's not bad. You know, they had nine hits. They had an error, but they scored five runs. So shout out to the Cubs for being able to put runs on the board. But uh, it looked like the Brewers just took off in them in the sixth inning. Yeah, they actually did. One of the biggest things is uh, Bryce Tarang had our our number today. You know, he had uh, uh, the big double, two doubles on talent. Um, he got the walk. Then Gary Mitchell, who had our number all weekend, hit the triple. And the triple happens because Patrick Wisdom, a third baseman, was playing right field was out of position. Like, you know, you was too, you was shifted. I don't even know what was the dis- defensive alignment he was told, but you shifted too far to center field. And you gave, you exposed so much of this right field corner and uh, Gary Mitchell, a left-hand hitter, just <laughs> drove it down there. And now you got to run this ball down. You know, 
and you know try and get it back to the infield and you're not like full speed running because now you got to pay attention so that's why i'll say one of the things that makes me think about little roster construction and you know and the bad choices um david ross have been making over the, over the series is just like i hope you just or these just not mistakes but these are just trying to test the waters and see how we can compete because they yep. need to understand when we in the division i don't care if we like playing like a, a you know a bomb team like you know that's what's a bomb team because all these teams got really Pitt, good on like, like the Marlins. yeah okay. yeah like it's like we playing the marlins and you want to just let me see how this matchup work all right i'll take that and it doesn't work i'll take that now we in the division rival starting the season these games gonna matter because if you make a run and you neck and neck with the brewers at the end of the season these early games gonna matter one on home mm-hmm. field advantage and also, you know, percentage-wise, if they have the, the same record, they're going to automatically get in because they, they don't beat us. So I just think a, a lot of the things is just boiled down to the managing of the game, the decisions they're making of, of David Ross that cost us the loss, the loss today and the loss yesterday. Okay, so they have the Cubs lose, White Sox get the win. Um, it, That's the end of the first series for both teams uh, to start the season. Uh, so give me you know, your player of the series for the Cubs. And uh, and then I'll do the same, and then we can do the player of the series for the White Sox. For the Cubs, it's obvious. It's Swanson. Swanson yeah. came in and did his job. You know, he done collected, he went seven hits, and you know, he, he's batting a little bit over four hundred uh, right now. He he's showing like, man, he put the Cubs on his on his back yesterday game. Like he he had the he had three. He went three for four. He had all the RBIs. He went up there, took walks late in the game to show him, like, hey, I'm, I'm here to, co- to compete to the very last at bat. He did it today. And also one thing I wanted to point out, uh, what the Cubs are doing this year is something they supposedly got away from, and that's the ground ball. They hit two double plays today. Uh, Swanson grounded, uh, grounded out to end the game today. Uh, I need them to put the ball in the air a little bit more than what they've been doing this series, and they haven't really been doing it. It's, you see the line drives there, but they, you know, you getting pop ups in the infields for outs, you know, looking at strikeouts and then grounding out for double plays to get them out of Indian and killing uh, uh, rallies and stuff like that. Okay, um, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I don't have to repeat anything of the series uh, for the Chicago Cubs. And over on the White Sox side, I'm going with uh, Luis Robert. My man Luis Robert not only brought it offensively, uh, in, you know, two or three out of the four games, but defensively, he's been playing center field like a gold glover. Um, so I'm definitely giving him, even today, he caught a, uh, he had a player running toward him. Uh, the, the left fielder was running toward him, and he slid and caught it on the warning track right in front of the guy. Uh, he yeah. had two great catches last yesterday as well. Uh, so shout out to Luis Robert, my player of the series for the White Sox. Well, I'm a different on a player for the series for the White Sox. It's Yon Makata. Mm-hmm. He played. He had some pretty strong defensive plays in uh, game one, or it was game two that kept him close. That could have get could have got him. I think it was game two. He had some really strong defensive plays in game two when they won to keep the uh, you know Astros from taking down game two as well. And his bat just. Oh man, his bat almost put finna put him as player of the week. You know, I gotta look around the league and see if anybody's going crazy. I know uh Trout and Eltani just went back to back, so they probably give it to them because in the MLB loved them guys, but the young Mokata may win um, player of the week. Yeah, today he went three for four and he also had a double. He walked and he had a, a home run. So yeah. shout out to Moncada and shout out to the White Sox for taking two out of four. 
uh, versus the defending champion Houston Astros. It's still early, Pac-Man. We got a long season in front of us. I'm looking forward to doing with you this this with you as often as possible. Let's keep it going, my guy. I got you, man. No 50-50 ball, White Sox. No 50-50 <laughs> ball. Let's go. And I'm looking forward to both of the teams uh, playing above their potential because they got potential. I want to see them play above it. Y'all make sure y'all like, follow, share. This is Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs Central, Chicago Baseball Central on YouTube, or Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs Central on YouTube, Spotify, as well as Apple Music and all the other channels that we have with the Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Sky. Keep rocking with the gang, and we're going to rock with y'all next time, man. we see y'all tomorrow for the White Sox home opener. Who the Cubs got tomorrow? They got the Reds tomorrow. We go to see Hunter Green. Another Another division. Oh, yeah, we can Lord. knock them out, though. We can knock them out. Red's out of here. Let's go. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.